Here we go. Yes, you're listening to Law and Gospel on KFUO Radio this Tuesday, May 26th in the year of our Lord, 2020. And as you probably recognize, uh, I am not Tom Baker. Um, my name is Dr. Mark Laverty, and I have the pleasure and privilege and honor of filling in for Tom uh, on this Tuesday edition of Law and Gospel. He's taking uh, a few well-deserved days off and uh, should be back next week. But in the meantime, I'm your host for today, and uh, I ask that you be a little patient with me as I pinch it for Tom. Uh, I don't do this very often, so uh, it's a little uh, uncertain for me, but I think I have a good program prepared. Um, and uh, I want to thank you all for tuning in, either over the internet or, of course, on, uh, on the radio. Um, these are really big shoes to fill for me. Uh, I really respect Tom and his knowledge and uh, uh, theology, uh, but I hope you'll enjoy the program. Uh, we'll be reviewing the hymn of the day appointed for this coming Sunday, which of all Sundays happens to be the day of Pentecost, a great day in the church year. So get your hymnals ready uh, for Lutheran service book number 497. Uh, just a few comments before we begin and dive into the hymn. There's only three stanzas, so it won't take long to go through that, but uh, just a few uh, uh, comments before we start. Uh, a little bit about me, in case you don't know, I am the music director at Zion Lutheran Church in Maryland Heights on Dorset Road, right here in a suburb of St. Louis. Uh, I'm the music director there, and I play the organ and piano and direct the choir. Of course, right now we're kind of on a hiatus, although we do uh, create a lot of videos for the Sunday services. And the last I heard, we're gonna reopen on June 14th with uh, in-church services. Uh, so we will thank and praise God for that event. Uh, but I'm also a piano instructor in my home studio in Chesterfield, Missouri. And I have about 15 students once a week that come to my home and uh, uh, I'm so blessed to have so many talented kids, uh, well, actually, uh, high school kids all the way through adults, uh, and uh, uh, some of them are Lutherans, and they indeed play uh, hymns, and uh, as well as Bach and Chopin and Beethoven, so that's another side of my career. Uh, in addition to these occupations, I also play piano concerts of classical music around the US uh, by composers like Bach and Beethoven, Chopin and so forth. And uh, so I even have a CD uh, entitled Music of Bach, which is available for purchase. Uh, but all of this you can find out more about on my website, which is www.marklaverty.com. And my name is M-A-R-K. L-A-V as in Victor, E-R-T-Y, marklaverty.com. So uh, without further ado, we'll move along here. Uh, I want to thank Pastor Baker for this uh, privilege to guest host, uh, but also uh, Stephanie, who's helping me there in the studio, and uh, as well as Andy Bates, and of course, Gary Duncan, and uh, our great president, uh, Matt Harrison. Uh, but I also want to give a shout out to one of my senior piano students. Uh, I'll just mention her first name, Hannah. Uh, she might even be listening this morning. 
She's graduating from high school this month, uh, a great achievement in, this, in these trying times, and be she'll be going off to college this fall. But in addition to her graduation, she also won a couple trophies in a piano contest this spring, a couple months ago, uh, last month actually, and, which was all done uh, via YouTube. All my students sent in uh, videos um, and they were judged, reviewed and judged, and uh, she got the, the superior scores for two categories, classical piano playing and a superior score for piano hymn playing. She's an outstanding uh, um, hymn player and has been. She even plays in her church uh, every other Sunday or so, and so she is becoming quite the professional organist and pianist. So uh, we congratulate uh, and give our best wishes to Hannah on this uh, day after Memorial Day. So time will uh, start slipping through our hands. Uh, I uh, would like to open with uh, Luther's morning prayer, if you would pray with me, and then we'll get into the hymn. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. So I hope... Uh, uh, you're able to hear me all right. Uh, I'm not getting any indications from anyone that uh, uh, anything's amiss. This is the first time I've done this. I'm using my uh, cell phone and uh, earbuds, and uh, from what I can tell, things sound good. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, this Sunday is the day of Pentecost. And the hymn of the day we will re be reviewing and learning about is Come Holy Ghost, God and Lord, number 497. This is a profound hymn, as I have learned, as I've researched it the past week or so. Um, and it was first published in Germany in 1524 by Dr. Martin Luther uh, in German as Komm Heiliger Geist, Herr Gott. Now, if you have your hymnal or you're familiar with the uh, hymns, uh, there are only a handful of Pentecost hymns, uh, eight to be exact, starting with LSB 497 through 503. Well, if you do the math, that's only seven hymns. There's also one unique and festive hymn embedded in the Easter section, and one of my all-time favorites, Hail Thee, Festival Day, LSB 489. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, which has a single Pentecost stanza along with uh, Easter and Ascension stanzas, sung, of course, during the appropriate church season. Um, one thing that I found that was unique about most of these Pentecost hymns um, is that they all, or a lot of them, have um, a, uh, what should I say, a plead or a, a request for the Holy Spirit to come. A lot of them have the words come in them. Um, but of all these hymns, 
This particular one, come Holy Ghost, God and Lord, stands out in Lutheranism and in Christendom as a kind of a flagship hymn for Pentecost, much like A Mighty Fortress is the primary Reformation tune. Now, all of, uh, this is obviously just a short 25-minute program, but uh, I must have done at least a dozen hours of research into this hymn, and uh, to be sure, finding out more material than I can present here, but I hope what you hear and learn uh, will both inspire and interest you. Uh, as you know, the day of Pentecost is the beginning of the largest part of the church year and covers essentially a half of the calendar year from May through November, including the Holy Trinity, Reformation Day, All Saints Day, and the last Sunday of the church year. And then after Pentecost, the time of Christmas begins with Advent. And of course, Pentecost occurs 50 days or uh, seven weeks after Easter or Jesus' resurrection. And uh, we get uh, in, in the word Pentagon, uh, or I'm sorry, in the word Pentecost, uh, we kind of see that penta, as we have in our Pentagon, uh, five sides. Uh, but the Greek Pentecost, in this case, refers to 50 days from Easter. Uh, as you might imagine, I, as a music director, I have played this hymn many times in my church music career, but while reviewing and researching for today's program, I've discovered many fascinating things, which I will share with you and pray will be inspiring and edifying for your faith. So let's dive in, uh, just a couple more comments before the stanzas. Pentecost brings to a fitting and final end the celebration of the resurrection with the promised sending of the Holy Spirit, which in a sense completes the events of Easter. Just before ascension, uh, just before his ascension, Jesus tells the disciples, as recorded in Acts 1 verse 8, you will receive power when the, <clears throat> when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Thus, Pentecost represents the time of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the early church, and accordingly, we have hymns of this season praising the Holy Spirit and indeed imploring Him to come to us. For example, uh, we have titles like the one we're reading today, Come Holy Ghost, God and Lord, uh, the next one in the hymnal, <clears throat> Come Holy Ghost, Creator Blessed. Uh, 500 has Come Visit Every Humble Mind. Come Pour Your Joys on Humankind. And then 501, Come Down, O Love Divine. And in hymn 502, we have Come and Comfort Us. Speak Tenderly. So in these hymns, as in the scriptures, the Holy Spirit is also described powerfully in a variety of ways and terms. Uh, for example, he's described as a dove, as fire, as light, as love, as creator, God, Lord, guide, comforter, power, joy, spirit, and counselor, uh, just to name a few. So we're... Uh, 
using up a lot of time now, I think uh, what I'll do is go ahead and start reading the stanzas, much as um, uh, Pastor Smith and Pastor Baker do on uh, normal Tuesdays. And here are the stanzas of Come Holy Ghost, God and Lord, Lutheran Service Book 497. Come, Holy Ghost, God and Lord, with all your graces now outpoured on each believer's mind and heart, your fervent love to them impart. Lord, by the brightness of your light, in holy faith your church unite. From every land and every tongue, this to your praise, O Lord, our God, be sung. Alleluia, alleluia. And you can see a lot of the words there, uh, petitions uh, for the Holy Spirit to come to us and impart to us uh, and unite us. Lots of uh, action verbs there in this hymn, as well as in stanza two. Come, holy light, guide divine. Now cause the word of life to shine. Teach us to know our God aright, and call him Father with delight. From every error, keep us free. Let none but Christ our Master be, that we in living faith abide. In him our Lord, with all our might confide. Alleluia, alleluia. And I didn't mention as I started this hymn that, uh, and it may be obvious to everyone, uh, this is, of course, a prayer, uh, a pleading, an intercession to our Lord, uh, in particular to the Holy Spirit. So moving on, stanza three, the final stanza. Come, holy fire, comfort true. Grant us the will your work to do and in your service to abide. Let trials turn us not aside. Lord, by your power, prepare each heart, and to our weakness strength impart, that bravely here we may contend through life and death to you, our Lord, ascend. Alleluia, alleluia. Amen. And so that is uh, the hymn 497, Come Holy Ghost, God and Lord. Um, there are a number of scripture references, uh, as you can probably see if you have a hymnal uh, at the bottom of the page of this hymn. Um, but I want to give a little background about the hymn. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, it was created by our own Dr. Mark Martin Luther in the early 16th century. Uh, nearly 500 years ago, and he's credited with the text for the second and third stanzas. The first stanza, however, <clears throat> uh, I found actually originates from Gregorian chant of the Roman Catholic Church, specifically the antiphon or psalm for Vespers of the Vigil of Pentecost, and this dates much earlier than Luther. Um, and those of you who are Latin experts might uh, know these words, but the first Latin words of uh, the first stanza are veni sancta spiritus, 
and I won't uh, attempt to read all of those, but uh, that uh, is, are, those are the first Latin words of the uh, original first stanza. <clears throat> now about that first German stanza, uh, although it was altered and improved upon by Dr. Luther and uh, translated into German, it's been attributed to uh, King Robert of France, also referred to as the pious, uh, because he was quite a devoted uh, Catholic in France, and it dates to about the year A.D. 991. So that's quite old, uh, by my calculation, uh, roughly a thousand years. So <clears throat> this hymn has uh, is antique, if you will, and it's almost like looking at artwork that is hundreds or thousands of years old. Uh, we read the hymn in our hymnal and we think, well, it's just uh, contemporary, but it's, it's actually very, very old. Um, and it can also be traced to a German service book of the church in Basel uh, from 1514. Um, as you would imagine, it was first printed in German, but the English text we sing today was apparently translated from the German by several people, including uh, the great English translator that uh, Tom frequently talks about, Catherine Winkworth. And uh, it was published in England uh, in the first series of her book, Lyra Germanica, around the year 1854, as well as by a couple other translators, Richard Massey and August Krull. <clears throat> in fact, I just purchased a book um, about August Krull uh, that was written by one of our church leaders, uh, Reverend Dr. John Veeker, and uh, I haven't read it all yet, but it looks to be very exciting and interesting if you're into hymnology. Um, and although this is primarily a Lutheran hymn or from the Lutheran uh, tradition, it's also used throughout Christendom by Catholics, Episcopalians, Anglicans, Baptists, Methodists, and many other denominations within the church. So I thought, uh, I, in addition to reading the hymn, since it's so brief, I would read some of the, <clears throat> some of the uh, scripture references that are listed associated with this hymn. And there's four of them. The first one being from Luke chapter 11, 13. If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? And of course, this is what we are doing in this hymn. The next Scripture is from 1 Corinthians 12, 13. For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. Moving on, the next scripture is from the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verses 13 through 14. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, 
He will speak and will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, that is Jesus, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. And then also, finally, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 14. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. So these are a few of the uh, scriptures upon which this hymn is based and uh, which are referenced to, to the Holy Spirit. So we just have a few minutes left. Uh, I thought I would also read um, the epistle reading for this Sunday, the day of Pentecost. I won't, I don't think I'll have time to read the entire reading, but uh, it is from uh, Acts chapter 2, and in it you will hear some of these references to the descriptions of the Spirit uh, as wind and fire and tongues and so forth. So um, it starts at Acts 2 verse 1, and I'll read verses 1 through 4, and then I'll skip over to Verse 17. So Acts 2. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they, the disciples, were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And this ends verse 4 of Acts 2. As you might read further on, you can see that uh, speaking in tongues, somehow the Spirit gave them the ability to speak in any number of languages, uh, there were people from, uh, well, I don't know all these languages, Mesopotamia, Judea, uh, Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, uh, Arabia, all different parts of the earth. Uh, nevertheless, these disciples who were presumably uneducated men were able to speak immediately in those languages uh, so that the people nearby, nearby could uh, hear them and understand them. So, reading further, verse 17, And in the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. This is another uh, description of the Spirit being poured out on mankind. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams even on my male servants and female servants. In those days, I will pour out my spirit. So we, in light of the hymn and these tremendous scriptures, we give thanks to God uh, for his mighty blessings upon us. We ask that he would continue to bless the church. And I pray that he would continue to bless all of us in our individual vocations um, 
And if you should so happen to want to visit my church, uh, again, it's Zion Lutheran in Maryland Heights. Uh, we have services on Sundays beginning in June, June 14th um, at 8 and 1030. And I think we're also going to have a 930 or a 9 o'clock service uh, since we won't be able to have Bible study. But quickly, I'll pray the uh, Collect for Pentecost Eve that is listed in the hymnal. Almighty and ever-living God, you fulfilled your promise by sending the gift of the Holy Spirit to unite disciples of all nations in the cross and resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ. By the preaching of the gospel, spread this gift to the ends of the earth through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Well, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this program. I was a little bit nervous, but um, hopefully the Lord blessed it nonetheless, and you have a blessed week uh, as we anticipate Pentecost. Listen to Law and Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law and Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.